0: What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Ever Adaptive Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sarah Budson, here with my other host, Becky Flowers, and we have a very special guest today, uh, my training partner, Joey Quads, Joey Cavs, Joey Cavalier. Welcome.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, Thank you for taking the time, but we're going to cover a few different things today, but before, just to kick us off, why don't you kind of just give us a background on you, um, where you came from, what got you into training, go from there.
1: Uh, so I'm a personal trainer, online coach. I've been training since I was 13, but officially like personally trained, personal training and coaching for seven years now, Uh super heavyweight bodybuilder, and we're going for our pro card this year. So see what happens.
0: Massive massive human
1: I'm only 265 right now At this <laughs> school.
2: <small>. oh god
0: <laughs> and actually you guys met when Becky was here in town too so it's mm-hmm. not their first time meeting that's usually not the case whenever we have someone
2: on. yeah Becky's usually like, I'm like, like oh I don't know hi new friend all right <laughs> <laughs> god no no so we are super excited to talk to you about about training. And I know you and Sarah train together, but you guys train a little differently too, correct?
1: Yeah. Very different. I mean, at first it wasn't too different. She was kind of following like my stuff during prep. And then now that she's in prep, it's a little bit more different, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm cause I'm following my split and there's some movements we, we line up most of our days whenever we're at the gym on the same yeah. days. And there's some movements that will hop in together. And then I kind of veer off and do my girly bikini split
1: four mm-hmm. times a week
2: <laughs> pretty much but shoulders. um yeah
0: but, <laughs> but even though like joey and i have been training together for like the better part of a year and a half at this point um there's a lot of differences like like you had mentioned in our training not so much our style sometimes i feel like we've kind of adopted a little bit of the same same style within training but really the biggest thing is i live <laughs> here he goes i already know <laughs> i live and die by my logbook and joey just like free balls it i don't understand
1: <laughs> yeah i just but- i don't know i see the point to the logbook like don't get me wrong i see like progressive overload and stuff like that and you want to see your numbers and beat your numbers for me, it just, it makes training feel like a job. So like, if I want to switch up workouts or whatever, then I can do that. I'm not like married to this fucking thing. And like, I don't know how long, like everyone's been training, but I can remember the shit I did like four weeks ago as far as weight. So I don't need like, you know, a logbook to sit there and, oh, I did this weight four weeks ago at this RIR and this many reps. Nobody does
2: RIR. You remember that?
1: <laughs> what?
2: You <It's> remember crazy. <laughs> what you did four weeks ago?
1: Oh, 100%.
2: Oh, my God. See, that's why I like the logbook, because I don't remember what I was doing yesterday. So for me, (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit, let's go back and see where I was at and make sure that I am progressively overloading.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, like, the only things, like, I really keep track of were, like, my first three exercises. And then after that, it's like a shotgun blast of what I want to do. So, like, I can tell you, like, four weeks ago, I squatted 700. And I'll know that. And then from there on, like, another two, three weeks, when I go to hit it again, be like, okay, I have to hit it for more than that. Got it. Like, yeah.
2: Okay. Have like, you always trained like that?
1: Yeah. Ever since I've started training, I've never – I've tried using a logbook and, like, logging weights for coaches and whatever, and it just, like – it. La- I last, like, two weeks. I'm like, no, nah, fuck this. I'm good. <laughs>
0: okay. And
1: just go back to remembering everything.
0: And most of the time you're doing, you're programming your own training, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So That's I've true. only had – my very first coach program, my training just because I trained with him in person. And then my coach, now, Dom Kuz, is only he programmed my training for from North Americans to Orlando. And then most of the time, it's just me. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. In 22.
0: Yep. So, yeah. When you, you were miserable, you were miserable during that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. It's a lot of like unilateral shit that I just hate. So it was, I was just trying to get obnoxiously strong at those exercises to make it fun.
2: Okay. Yeah. But there was a purpose behind it. So I kind of, yeah. Like helpful. he obviously
1: sees from more of like an objective standpoint as to where like, I'm completely subjective and just want to have fun when I train, mm-hmm. but he's like, no, we like have to work on this shit. So these are the exercises you're doing. I'm like, Fuck, whatever, fine.
0: Cause obviously you are lower body
1: dominant. Just a tad.
2: <laughs> Is that what you're working on right now?
1: is what hey, my upper, upper sorry body. upper body yeah so i only really hit legs like once a week it, before it was like once every nine days but i couldn't handle that so now it's just once a week and then i'll have like four or five upper body days
0: how bad was your recovery doing the legs once once every nine days
1: actually not bad i mean they were sore for like three four days but like i don't know it's just i love training legs so if i go too long without training them, i feel like i'm like withering away
2: which if you guys saw him if you're not familiar with him go check out his instagram because he's not gonna with her away
0: we'll throw up some pictures
2: (laughs) yeah we'll throw some pictures in here but (laughs) i have a question though since you don't like logbooks so much and you are an in-person trainer but then also online trainer how do you suggest Mm -hmm. that your clients train do you want them to track so i give them the
1: option so if they want to use like their logbook, so I have a sheet and everything set up. If they want to log their weights, perfect. If like they have strength goals and they're like one of my strength athletes. Yeah. You're, you're logging your weights, but if they don't want to, or if they feel like it's too stressful, or if it feels like a job, just like, I don't like whatever, just send me videos and then I'll be able to know if you're getting stronger.
2: Got it.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to go about it. At least, especially when, when coaching people, cause it's hard. I mean, when you have so many different things going on and that's why I like like logging mine because a, I have so many different things going on, but also like I take notes with like how I'm feeling that day or like what I'm, what I have going on. Like, you know, if I have my back issues going on, like obviously, yeah, my numbers are going to be a little bit less or whatever. If it's raining, put that if it's
1: raining and the weather's bad, her back is just
0: (laughs) Michigan weather right now. I woke up. I'm like, wow, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same.
2: That's where we're at. <laughs>
0: but Joe is always giving me shit. But no, that's like our biggest difference. He's always like rolling his eyes at me whenever I'm like logging or like writing on my exercises
2: for the day.
1: Yeah, she just sits right on the gym floor as soon as she gets there and starts logging her shit. Here we go. Another 15 minutes rolls by.
2: <laughs> See, that is the one thing that I can't do. If I go to the gym and I have to write down what I'm going to do first, I can't. So I'll do it the night before I go. Otherwise,
0: you're always yeah. prepared though.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, otherwise my brain will not function. Just <laughs> like my washer's broken right now. And I spent an hour and a half looking for the paperwork. So that's where I'm at with my life. If it's not structured, it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah. See, I'm very much like, well, Sarah knows how I train. Like I train completely by feel. So it's like, if I want to go for like heavy triples today and I'm feeling good, perfect. I'm gonna go for heavy triples. If I feel like shit, my knees hurt, like I'll go for like higher reps. So, like using a logbook for me, like I, I can't correlate how I want to train with a logbook. It wouldn't make any sense. The numbers would be all over the place.
2: And I think that that speaks a lot to the athlete that you are and the experience that you have because you are able to kind of auto-regulate yourself. Yeah. Where someone that's newer to training, or just not maybe newer, but they're like they're not really familiar to actually trying to progressively overload, they do need more structure. I think.
1: Yeah, 100%. I agree. I think like in those very beginning stages when you're training, just go fucking have fun. Just grow everything and train as hard as you can. Now, if you're trying to become like a higher level athlete and there's like minuscule things you have to work on, cool. Switch to a logbook and like log your volume, log your weights, stuff like that. But yeah, for me, I just, I don't know. I just like to have fun and hurt myself in the gym.
2: No, it makes sense. (laughs) I've also adopted
0: this too. Like, even when, because at first, when you and I first started training together, I would always ask you, like, like, if I was spotting you, like, okay, how many are you going for? you're like, I don't know. I'm just like, (laughs) or like, how many sets are you doing? like, I don't know. And I'm like, that drives me
2: nuts. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. But you know what? There's almost something like cool about that because you're not going into it with like, okay, I have three sets or I'm going to go for eight. Like you kind of just, Turn off your brain and go.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I don't want to think when I'm in the gym. I just want to have fun and cause as much damage as I can. Sarah even does that shit now, though. She'll have like 225 $200. How many go going for? Nah, I don't know. We'll see. Yep.
0: I know the range I'm going for at least, but yeah. Um, I mean, like getting back after recovery, I've been a little bit like, okay, I want to at least hit this many. Um, that's been something more difficult for me with just like getting back to like my pre-op weights is that mental of like, okay, do I push here? Do I pull back here? Like, how am I, I going to hurt myself? Am I going to set myself back? Which obviously I don't want to do in prep. So yeah. How many weeks do you have? um I am just un- I'm 20 and a half weeks out from first projected okay. show yeah so we're on a good timeline but
1: yeah that's more than enough time
0: yeah um and joey is like <laughs> even though he goes in with like almost no plan like he goes in he fucking kills it and then like walks out and is just like dead and you've definitely like that's something that i i have really enjoyed about training with you is like, you make me a better athlete with (laughs) giving me shit all the time, (laughs) but just constantly pushing me in, in different ways and getting me a little bit out of my super structured comfort zone. Yep. Having that little bit of like leeway, even though I am I very much still stick to what I'm doing, there's still different ways that you push me that I really appreciate.
1: Yeah, I'm always going to push me. I'm going to try to kill you. Like, you know, like random, like adding random like cluster sets or add a random like drop sets and rest pauses. She'll be like, oh, yeah, I hit 12. Now you're getting like fucking three more. Sit down. <laughs>
0: And I'm like near
2: the end of the set and I'm like, fuck you.
1: (laughs) I pretty much just get flipped off constantly.
2: That's so good though, because I train alone and sometimes I wish I had a training partner to push me because yeah, you can push yourself with the logbook all you want. But if you're having a shitty mentally day, mental day, like if it's raining and you're just like over it, then you're, you're not going to push yourself. Even as much as you're going to say that you did, you're not as much as someone else would.
1: Yeah. Not if someone's forcing you to do more reps.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or calling you a little bitch. Like I would love <laughs> if <someone laughs> calling you a little bitch. Do more weight.
0: <laughs> Joey's very good at doing that himself too, though. Like even when you train alone, like I've never once seen you like half-ass anything you fucking do in the gym, which speaks volumes because like obviously your physique reflects that.
1: Yeah, it's the one thing, like, I started training for, like, far different reasons than everybody else. So, like, the causing pain aspect is, like, if I didn't cause more pain than my last session, then it wasn't a good enough session for me. Like, that's, like, my theory behind everything. If You you have to cause more stress each session, and that's how you're going to grow. Like, if you go in and you just, like, hit the same numbers, hit the same weights, whatever, and there's no more stress than the last week, then you're just going to stay in the same spot.
0: And that's why I like the long book. <laughs> Here we go. no I have like I I have to do that but it's cool to like see different perspective on it because both Becky and I are so logbook 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 so that we can reference you know what happened the previous week or whatever but um especially with you programming your own training and everything like that like you do your your meat and potato movements basically the same yep um you know reps just depending whatever but then you know what you want to hit and then based off of like whatever's open or what you're feeling like doing that's kind of how you structure the rest of your your training which is really cool because it keeps it not so like monotonous
1: exactly and that's the one thing i hate like especially having like structured training like it's kind of uh, like hypocritical being a coach because like i'll only some athletes all change their program every few weeks. But for the most part, everyone's on like, okay, like eight to 10 weeks. This is your fucking program. We'll see how you progress. And right. like, it's me. Like mine can change like week to week, depending on like what I feel like doing.
0: See, I basically run things until I top out on them and I'm like, either I'm exhausted with them or I'm not progressing with them and then switch things up.
1: Well, yeah, that's exa- that's exactly when you should do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'll go months and months. But there was something I was going to ask, and I completely lost it.
1: What did Joey, it have to what do got you into training? What got me into training? Yeah. Um, football got me into training. What caused me to progress in training was just, like, me wanting to cause pain to myself. So that started <laughs> super early in my life. <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you want to go into that at all, or?
1: I mean, I just like really rough time in high school with like depression, like a super bad relationship. So it's like, instead of doing like other shit to myself, I was like, okay, well, I'll just cause myself physical pain in the gym. Got it. Yeah.
2: And you said that that's kind of where your mentality is still at too, when you go into your sessions.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's a hard cycle to break, obviously from like past trauma, you know, that shit leaves its own scars, but I mean, it's helped me progress this far. So why stop?
0: Yeah, that's it. working for
1: you. And when are yeah. you competing again?
0: Next year, one. Really?
2: North In American. <laughs>
1: <We'll>, yeah. It <laughs> will be hitting North Americans and uh Labor Day weekend. First that first weekend of September. Yeah, so we might are... do a warm-up show. I'm not sure.
2: Night. Is it nine months? Nine months out? Sure. Yeah. When do you guys start prep?
1: <laughs> that's up to him. It's usually April or May usually probably the last week of April first week of May okay yeah so we'll see um he's kind of been doing like preps differently now like he puts them into like two segments so I feel like we're kind of in that first segment now of just like refining keeping my weight here but getting leaner at this weight and then we'll take a little break and then we'll like blast for prep got it yeah cool a little different approach, far different than anything I've done what was that I said, that's far different than anything I've done. Usually it just goes, we go from bulk to like a phase and then into prep. But now he just, he's keeping me leaner at this weight. How do you feel? Small. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I want to be 285 again. (laughs) You
2: can't tie your shoes.
1: Yeah. That's how it should. That's how bulk should be. (laughs) Breathing heavy, going upstairs. Can't put your shoes on.
2: For a bodybuilder, not for a bikini. Yeah, right all the oh. same you
1: gotta put on muscle
2: it's true that's true <laughs> Becky, um, no how many years have you been competing uh
1: 2000 yeah 2016 early 16
2: what got you into that
1: I was actually kind of forced into bodybuilding by my first coach which was kind of strange So I was just like training. I was stationed down in Camp Lejeune and uh, we were on a base gym and some guy came up and he's like, Hey, have you ever heard of this guy, Perry Wooten? He's like a big coach in the area. I was like, no. So he gave Perry my number. He found me in the gym one day. And like after my training session, he's like, all right, well, we're going to post. I'm like, the the fuck are you talking about going to post? Literally went in the locker room, started posing. And then 16 weeks later I did my first show. Holy shit. Yeah.
2: And
0: then North Americans, right? What I met him at North Americans, right?
1: Yeah, short, bald, black guy. Okay? Yeah, he built was- like a cannonball. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, so then, from there, it awesome.
2: just kind of stuck.
1: Yeah. So took overall at that show, and then almost every show after that, we took first or second overall, and then yeah, just kind of fell in love with it from there.
0: And you guys- where, I'm trying to remember, where did you? fallout at north americans and universe i was just uh
1: saying. uh third at north americans and then fifth at nationals nationals Oops.
0: yeah was like universe what are you talking about <laughs> there's so much
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> i was telling dom we should have freaking did the uh amateur olympia this year we would have went pro should have yeah but we were too far into the bulk yeah but this year this year it should happen
0: It will. And it's in its own timing when it's supposed to.
1: Yeah. supposed to happen last year, but whatever. No, (laughs) my upper body wasn't big enough. We definitely needed to fucking grow. That's for sure.
0: And you've grown a lot since then, for sure.
1: Yeah. Despite my back injury, but that held us back a little bit.
0: But even with that, because you were out for how long from that?
1: Technically, I trained the day after, but it was like only arms. But yeah, I couldn't train legs for like seven or eight weeks. I couldn't load my spine for twelve. Oh wow! Yeah, what I ended people? up, here, I tore my L five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so I was so literally on Valentine's Day, I hit six seventy five on a deadlift, and then every week after, I was slowly getting weaker. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So four weeks after, I was pulling five eighty five halfway up the first rep my my back just exploded i i thought i was gonna get my x-rays back and have nothing there stumbled like three steps collapsed and couldn't move my legs i
2: remember seeing that video it was
1: awful yeah pretty gnarly yeah i didn't call the emergency and get taken out on a stretcher
2: oh my god so is that why you didn't compete at north americans this year were you planning no
1: we took the whole year off to grow okay Yeah. So after nationals last December of 22, then we just took this whole year off to grow.
2: Oh yeah. That makes sense.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Damn. And now you're good. Is it better?
1: Oh yeah. My deadlift's not where I wanted to be, but like my squats back up there and stuff, like it doesn't really bother me too much besides like a little tightness, but there's no pain like in my spine actually. Got it. Yeah.
0: Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying.
1: (laughs) You're telling me I was in a walker for two weeks.
2: That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And just to put this in context, you're not even 30 yet, right?
1: I turned 30 in October.
2: Oh, okay. So you just turned 30, but at that point you were still 29, like 29 year old man having that happen. That's, that could have been life-changing that. That's
1: That's what I was scared of. Yeah. I was scared that it was going to end my career, but I was like, the initial shock happened and like, I was destroyed. Like mentally, I was like fuck like this could be it and then after i got to the hospital i'm like literally like stumbled down into my basement and started training arms the next day you should. yeah that's no. we need
2: to have you on for like a mindset topic too i know we're talking <laughs> logbook and training but i feel like there's a lot of mindset that you could give
1: yeah just let me know when i'm happy to share any of my craziness with the world <laughs>
0: There's plenty of it there.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. You have no idea.
0: Go into just a little bit of your your background with personal training and coaching and everything like that. Cause you I know that you train a plethora of different kinds of athletes.
1: Yeah. So I started, I actually started personal training while I was in the Marines. So going into the Marines, like even to get in, I had to lose 60 pounds like since I I did all that, like completely on my own, whatever, like figure out everything and how to do it. So once I got in, I was like, well, fuck, I could probably help them because like military is not what it's cracked up to. Be. There's a lot of people that are in there that are super overweight. So I started helping all those guys lose weight and running programs for them. And then it just kind of like exploded from there doing like online training and personal training, getting my certifications and everything like that. But now I train anywhere from like 70 something year old women to 14 year old athletes. Wow.
0: And you're doing yeah. a lot with wrestling teams and stuff like that too.
1: Yeah. So I coach and do the strength and conditioning program for the DSL wrestling team currently.
0: Which is yeah.
1: so awesome. Yeah, that's probably that's probably my favorite. Those kids are they're awesome to work with just because they work so hard, but they like they're so obnoxious. Like they found my Instagram and now I'm just coach quads forever like (laughs) that's all they fucking. it's so funny but that's like the one thing like where i wanted to kind of steer everything most because like i completely destroyed my opportunity to play college football by being an idiot in high school so like i want to like help steer these kids in like the right direction and you know so they can get scholarships and you know do what they want to do and not fuck it up love that yeah yeah
2: that's
0: pretty cool do you have anything else you want to add joey
1: unless you have any more questions I'm your guest
2: Becky I think that's it with that we we kind of didn't touch on like pros and cons of logbook but I feel like we talked about it it really just depends on who you are as an athlete right also
0: even like what phase you're in as well yeah yeah because like obviously if you know you and I like especially in, cause I was more loose with my logbook training when we were training together. But like, now that I am, you know, when I was in my structure, pr- uh, off season, my structured prep, yeah. like that's where I'm like, I'm not veering and I'm a lot more diligent with it.
2: <laughs> you know, I do have one question because this drives me crazy. So when you're in prep, do you still try to progressively overload? Maybe it's not by strength, but do you try to progressively overload in prep?
1: I try and get as strong as I can in prep. Okay. So like my my theory in prep as soon as, so this is where a lot of athletes make a big mistake is when they're in prep, they treat their body like they're in prep. They'll Mm -hmm. either pull back or they'll be like, oh, I'm in a deficit. Like I can't push as hard. I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to keep getting stronger. Like I'm going to shoot my deadlift up, shoot my squat up um because like the leaner I get the more athletic I feel and the like the better my body feels like I can move a lot better so my strength just like flies through the roof I think when was it it was god I think it was six weeks out and like I go through like powerlifting phases too like Sarah will know this um so like doing like good mornings and like banded stuff a lot um it was, was like six weeks out from North Americans and I hit a, like an almost 600 pound good morning
2: holy shit
1: my, i sent the video to dom and he almost had a heart attack he thought i was gonna start squatting and i just like bent over with it
2: oh my god that's crazy i can't even i can't even imagine that in a bulk i yeah no
1: it was yeah i go through like these weird phases of like powerlifting and like strong trying to do strongman stuff so holy shit yeah. well I mean,
2: yeah because <laughs> <laughs> sarah i'm gonna ask the question to you because you are in prep and I know that you were off for like a year and a half in a life phase, but are you gonna keep pushing yourself in prep?
0: I even in my last prep, I I got stronger throughout throughout my prep. My my deadlifts went up, all of my movements go up. Same thing. It's like I have that same mentality. It's like don't treat your body like you're in prep. Like if you're gonna limit yourself mentally, but if anything, you should that's how you're going to hang on to all your muscle.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, it's if you're treating yourself like you're in prep, you're also going to lose a lot of that muscle that you accumulated in your off season, where if you're continually trying to push yourself and progressively overload and get stronger, you're more apt to keep that when you're dieting.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So more on the story, even if you don't use logbook, just keep pushing and prep. Cause I see so many oh, girls that are like oh, train I like a pussy. A what? Sorry.
0: Don't train like a pussy That's yeah,
2: that's what exactly. it is. Yeah. Don't use it as an excuse. So, thanks. Just want to drive that home for anyone that needs <laughs> it. <laughs> but no, thanks so much for coming on with us and talking training. We're definitely gonna have you back and talk about everything. Cause I didn't realize you were in the military as well. So we can talk a lot of mental stuff.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah definitely whenever you're ready just let me know
0: joey's always hopping on people's podcasts trying i love (laughs)
1: being on podcasts so
2: all right well we'll have you back we'll have you
0: back soon for sure but again thank you for joining us i will see you tomorrow at the gym
1: (laughs) thanks for having me
0: bye guys and we will catch you guys next week
1: Yep.